Welcome to Those Who Support. I'm your host, Zach, and today I'm sitting down with Midnight Riders representative Matt Zatka. Uh, thank you for joining me, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and just to start off with, uh, tell us a little bit about your supporters, uh, Midnight Riders, and a little bit about the group. Yeah, so we support uh, the New England Revolution, and uh, we were uh, founded in 1995, the year before the Revs started playing. Um, and so we're one of only a handful of groups uh, in North America with that sort of longevity. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and um, uh, so how how big is the uh, is the is the are the Midnight Riders? Um, we're about six hundred members. It kind of fluctuates uh, between five hundred and seven hundred or so, depending on how good the revs are in a given year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say about six hundred. Cool, and um, so. Let's really dive in there. And so what's what's something that's really interesting that the Midnight Riders do that uh, maybe other supporter groups do or something that you're really proud of that you guys do? Yeah, I mean, our um, our philanthropic efforts have always been a big priority for us um, since, since we've existed. Um, and I feel like we, we tend to punch above our weight in terms of our size versus our impact on the community. Um, we were um, named ISC's Philanthropic Group of the Year a few years ago, which was awesome considering some of the amazing stuff people do around North America um, in the soccer scene. Um, and I think I think one notable one for us was, was how we got pride off the ground in New England, which started as like a very small DIY thing at a very like rainy, miserable Wednesday night soccer game, I think 2013-ish. And we just started growing it and growing it uh, and marching on the parade, picking a game every June to do it. Revs Pride Night. And eventually grew to a point where now it's an official Revs event um, where, it, yeah, it, basically we, it was a, it was a completely grassroots day on the calendar just supporters driven completely and now it's a recognized thing i think that's a, a, a great accomplishment um on our part it's something that i'm really proud to be um a member of the group yeah it's a cool example of uh that really the supporters driving the direction of the club before they take any action themselves that's uh that's really cool to hear when i was looking around on the uh the website and leading up to this i saw that um uh, Midnight Riders and Boston Blues had a, uh, a split scarf that they, that you guys were um, raising funds for the Anti-Defamation League. Do you want to talk about that, any? Yeah. Um, last year, there was a friendly between uh, the Revs and Chelsea FC. Um, and the, the point of the friendly was to sort of raise awareness about anti-Semitism um, and raise money for various causes that fight hate, especially anti-Semitic hate. Um, so we thought it would be a, um, a good excuse to do something with a, with a, another local group since we don't really interact much usually with the other, with the more like European-centric groups. I mean, we all get along at like around town, but um, there's never been really an excuse to collaborate like this. So it was, it was yeah, it seemed like a, um, a, a fun project, but also something that would be easy to make good use out of for a good cause. Um, so yeah, we went we went in with a pretty cool split scarf that I think looked better than the official, air quotes, official scarves for that match um, and, and raised a bunch of money for 
uh, eighty dollars New England, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about let's dial in on you a little bit. What what is a memorable moment um, in the stands that really stuck out with you? Oh man, um, there's one that really sticks out in my memory, which was um, an Open Cup game against Philadelphia a few years ago. Um, the, a lot of people in like Red Sporters culture like really cherish Open Cup in a way that I think not a lot some MLS fans do, but not all of them. Be, and Part of that is because due due to them being like short notice, usually weeknight games. You know, there's not much demand, so we have to play in stadiums that aren't in Foxborough, um, which is a joy. So this this game was in was in um, Harvard's soccer stadium, which is actually within the Boston city limits. So that was people were ready ready to rock. The game ended up being really exciting. Um, and finished 1-1 in, in regular time. And then at some point around midway through the first extra time period, we were doing this this chant, this Oh New England chant, and it kind of kept lingering. And and eventually the first period ended, and it just I think everyone just kind of looked at each other and without saying anything. Everyone was just like, we're not stopping. And like we usually don't do that kind of thing. Like, like Usually it's like, couple cycles through a given chant and just like keep it moving mm-hmm. and, and, and once it once we kept the song going through that break in between periods like i think everyone understood that this isn't stopping until the game stops um and you can you can find this game on youtube um it's pretty funny we do this for at least 30 minutes straight it's hard to say exactly because the game eventually cuts off um it went to penalties and we did it all through the penalties and then maybe five to ten minutes after the game, which is not including YouTube. Like, so that that became kind of instant legend um, of just, like, 30, 35 minutes, one chant, and then the Revs won um, in penalties with some pretty great saves by Brad Knight was in the goal that day. Um, and so yeah, that one, that one sticks out as a, as a very fond, like, in-stadium memory. Oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's let's walk through a game day. Um, what what goes into setting up uh, from the uh, the pregame tailgate through like what goes into setting up the stands and then do and, and if you guys do any like post game stuff any uh, after game activities. Yeah, so it's obviously a tailgate centric culture since our games are quite far from any urban area. Um, so that is like the one the one silver lining to playing so far out of the city is that even though it is difficult for anyone in Boston to get to the, the tailgating scene is very special. Um, and we, I think everyone really cherishes that. Um, and then, yeah, in stadium, I think, you know, it's, I think pretty standard running league, you know, a couple people will get in and start hanging banners and we have flags, a few drums, et cetera. Um, but, uh, post game, we do have a very specific, post-game activity, which is something called Barrel Ball, um, which takes its um, takes its root in something else called Trunk Soccer, which had to stop because I think someone smashed a back windshield playing it. Oh, um, so that evolved into Barrel Ball, which is exactly what it sounds like. Everyone just makes a, a, a circle around a trash barrel that we drag out into the middle of an aisle of a parking lot. And you take like kind of a flat crappy old soccer ball and everyone just tries to volley it into this trash barrel which is 
surprisingly difficult from 10 feet away. Um, I mean, I'm sure the, the, the beers don't help, but actually, actually, that, that, that must be it, because that explains why the kids are so much better than us at it. Um, but that, that's fun. So, um, so where did that, where did the, the roots of that come from? I I think it's just people being drunk and bored, probably. I wasn't, I wasn't as involved back in that era. I've, I've just been in the barrel ball era my whole time, but I do remember there was one day where there was, um, one of the team security personnel wasn't really in the loop about it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so she, she very angrily pulled up in her little security vehicle and like, and made a big show of dragging this barrel back to its usual place at the end of an aisle and and yelled at us like, this is not a toy. (laughs) Um, and that became kind of a running joke for, it still is. It's been years and we still find it funny. We have it on a t-shirt. Um, just like a, a barrel with this is not a toy under it because oh, it's just cool. very strong reaction for a pretty a pretty wholesome activity yeah. all things considered oh man that's that's great um so uh, is there anything like after the game that you guys do or the, the um uh, any any uh, uh, post-game uh meetups or anything like that usually not um other than the barrel ball game at the end of the game um that's usually the yeah, the the key post game activity. Um, as I've mentioned already several times, it's for most people it's a long drive back. So once you leave the stadium area, you're you're pretty much done for the day usually. Yeah, Foxborough is pretty far out there. Yeah. Um, well, that's really it. That uh, the, the most of the questions I had for you is there, is there anything specifically that you wanted to to talk about um, with the Midnight Riders? Um, let me look through my notes. <laughs> no, I think I think that touches on. On everything, um, I would just say that it. I mean, everyone's bummed that you know there's no soccer at the moment. Um, but I think it hits a little extra hard for us because this is our big 25th anniversary here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lot of we had a lot of stuff planned, and how much of that will actually happen is still sort of up in the air, um, which is pretty frustrating. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're really looking for ways to to stay positive, stay active, but participate in any of the uh the e cups that have been floating around? Yeah, we we had a few people play and one that the Surge, which is a Houston group, put together like a Rocket League thing with some supporters groups. We were in that. We got eliminated immediately. <laughs> um Dark Clouds, man, I got some ringers on Dark Clouds, that's all I'm gonna say. We didn't have, luckily we'd have to play them or else it would have been 50 and nothing every game. Um, All of my groups are sitting at the bottom of the table right now. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, um, yeah, that's uh, it. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on, Matt. Um, is there any, uh, can you plug any of the places where people can find out more about the Midnight Riders? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our website's midnightriders.com. Pretty easy. Our Twitter handle is Midnight Riders. And you can find us on Instagram at Midnight Riders 1995. All right. And thanks again for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me.